Good evening, everybody. Thank you so much for coming into Sunday service. And if you are watching this in the future and I have DM'd you or somebody on my team has DM'd you on Instagram, Facebook, or even emailed this to you, there's a reason why we sent this to you. There's a common question. Comes up in my DMs all the time. Pace, I need help. Pace, I need help. Pace, I need help. Pace, where do I go for help? Guys, I have trained nearly 8,000 amazing sub two students nationwide. There's not a single county in the country that does not have sub two students. There's not a state anywhere in the country, all 50 states. We have Canadian students. We have students in Israel. We have students in Italy. We have students in France, Mexico, Japan. We have students virtually doing deals in America all over the globe. And so I'm going to make sure that you, whoever you are listening to or watching this in the future, get some help. Okay, you get some help in your local geographical area. So what I want you to do is if you're watching this on YouTube in the future, I want you to go down in the description below. What I did is I'm going to give you guys a link where you can go find two to maybe five students within 50 miles of you that will help you. They'll do deals with you. They'll give you access to certain things, not my contracts, not my paperwork. They're not going to ever do that. They know better than that, but they'll give you access to resources. Like last month we gave, um, we spent about a hundred thousand dollars on our students, giving them resources like, um, buy sell agreements, partnership agreements, operating agreements, all sorts of things that my attorney puts together. They'll help you guys structure your businesses, give you advice on your LLCs, whatever it may be, tell you where to go. When you have a lead, they'll work with you on that lead. If you need money, They'll help you find money. Just go and joint venture with them. They will help you. That is what my students are trained to do. Now, another thing, if you are not part of my monthly challenge, I have a monthly challenge. People are surprised. We don't charge anything for it. They're surprised even on the third day of the three-day challenge that they're like, uh, you're literally not going to charge us for any of this stuff? No. Last month, we had 7,000 people register for it. Um, about 11,000 people have gone through that challenge now, which is pretty cool. It's called the Elephant Challenge. So go to pacegives.com, pacegives.com. We have a monthly challenge we do every single month. So if you're watching this in July of 2025, just know that I'm still doing that challenge. You need to tune in. You get registered for it every single month, costs you no money, and you'll get tied in. You'll get the help that you need in your local geographical area. Tonight, the episode is all about how to work with sub two students. And I've got a very special sub two student with me tonight that I'm going to bring up here. We're going to have a, a conversation, but I want to also give you guys a heads up that this will be my, um, Jonathan Donnelly says, is this on zoom? Jo uh, Jonathan, you're asking me that question. Is this on zoom while you're on YouTube? No, this is, <laughs> this is on YouTube, my brother. Um, the challenge itself, yes, is on Zoom. So yes, maybe that's the question you're asking. So a couple other things I want to announce. If you guys are wondering where Sunday service is in the future, this is actually the last episode of Sunday service. The very, very last episode of Sunday service. Merry Christmas, 2020, 2022, signing off. We are done with um, Sunday service couple of reasons why. Number one, we're going to rebrand and rechange the name. I have another podcast. A lot of you guys may know about that other podcast. I do it sporadically when I have the time, which um, sometimes just goes three, four, five months where I don't do it. 
but I have a podcast called Get Creative, and we are actually going to rebrand this exact time slot away from Sunday service, and there's a couple of reasons for that. If you guys go to YouTube and you type in Pace Morby Get Creative, you will see a whole entire playlist called Get Creative. It's a Get Creative podcast. And what I do is I highlight other people in this podcast, other people that are doing deals, okay? So we are going to rebrand Sunday service and kind of merge these two podcasts together. Now, it's going to be a different format, okay? Um, it's still going to be an hour and a half. We're still going to have topic-specific stuff. Creative finance is going to be the main focal point, obviously. But in the very beginning of the podcast, what I want to do is I want to highlight two other groups of people every single week. I want to have 15 minutes for one person, 15 minutes for the next person. What I want to do is I want to highlight other people doing deals out there. Whatever that deal may be, you bought an RV creative with creative finance. You bought a set of cameras with creative finance. You bought a golf cart with creative finance. You bought a business with creative finance. It doesn't matter to me. I want people coming in. We're going to highlight other people doing deals and really utilize this platform to highlight special human beings that are putting the work in and against all odds, changing their mindset, having the belief system and um, becoming resourceful to go out and do deals. So in the future, the channel, this podcast will no longer be called Sunday Service. It will be called Get Creative. Now, one of the biggest reasons why I'm changing is because Sunday Service, although it is amazing, I love it and it has meant the, the world to me for the last three, almost four, coming up on four years. Um, I'm changing the name of it because um, people have no idea what Sunday Service is about, right? Sunday Service sounds like a religious podcast, which it's not. Um, it's just an paying homage to Kanye West and the fact that we are on Sunday giving service to you guys, people think it's religious. And I get a lot of people that DM me on a monthly basis saying, dude, like you don't need to be talking about your religious podcast on your Instagram. I'm like, it's not a religious podcast. It's a, a creative finance podcast. So we are going to change the name, um, so that our reach gets a little bit bigger. Um, when people are looking for creative finance podcasts, they don't, this one doesn't pop up and it's the number one creative finance podcast, which is funny. So a um, couple those few announcements, just so you know, on January 1st of next week, which will be Sunday, actually Sunday, this next Sunday, a week from today, um, it will be the first episode of Get Creative. And we will have two people talking about deals they recently did, breaking down those deals, how you can get in touch with them, how you can work with them etc. What kind of resources they can bring to the table and how you can JV with them. But again, tonight, I want to highlight something to you. If you are re receiving this in your DMs, right here, I am uh, six minutes into this. If you are receiving this in your DMs, go down in the description below on YouTube and there will be a link and it'll say find Pace's students. There will be a link. It'll send you to a place to give your name, your phone number, and your email. And I will email you a list I will email you a list of students across the country. It'll be probably about, we have about 8,000 students, but I'll send you a list of about 100, okay? They will be students that are mastermind students of mine, which means they are not only sub two students, but they've also trained with me in person. They're part of my ongoing mastermind and they can give you additional help and uh, they've shown consistency. They've shown that they can stay in the business and they have staying power and those will be great resources for you. 
We are also going to be going to a referral model in sub two at some point in 2023, maybe um, fully by 2024, where the only way to get into the sub two community is through a referral of another student. And so if you are receiving this and you're asking me, how do I become a student like so many people do in the DMs? Well, go to the list, reach out to another student. You'll need to get referred to the sub two community rather than just going directly through me or um, through the company. We really find that we want um, to continually bolster up the community, make it stronger and stronger. And the best way to do that is through referrals of other students. We find that the best students, the ones that have the staying power, the, the right mindset that we're looking for, at least the people that want to be on the same path are people that were referred to the program. So um, if I haven't done enough for you already in the first seven minutes of this podcast, I'm going to open it up and we're going to bring in Abraham Gray. Abraham Gray, welcome to Sunday service. How you doing, brother? What's up? What's up? Good to be here. Man, I can't believe it's the last one, but uh, it's going to be better, it sounds like, going forward. I think so. I think it'll be better. It'll, it'll force me. I'm still going to do an hour and a half, um, just like we always do. It'll be same week, same time, same, same day of the week, even, you know, here we are Christmas in 2022 doing, doing the show. Um, we will be doing it every single Sunday. The only difference is that we're really going to highlight other people. And then we're going to start talking about other things that I'm doing creatively um, and branching out just a little bit. And we've got like, for example, this week, um, I bought a golf cart with creative finance. I'm selling my truck F1, my F-150. I'm selling it on creative finance. And, um, I've also got a business I'm buying on Tuesday with $0 down, which will be pretty cool. And we'll document that whole thing, bring the seller on board, um, bring him on the podcast and just talk about all things creative finance. I also have a lot of business owners that I know that have um, acquired their businesses with creative finance or um, have sold their businesses on creative finance. In fact, the more I research that whole world with like Carl Allen and, um, you know, Cody Sanchez, you start realizing that the majority of the big companies like DuPont and Disney and a lot of these companies, you just would never have realized that these companies were all required. They all would have fallen apart at some point in their first five years if somebody didn't come in and utilize creative finance to either bolster the company or even acquire another company that brought in technology that they needed, et cetera. And these things are happening all the time. And so we'll start bringing in some business owners and start talking about creative finance as well. Maybe even have a Carl Allen, Cody Sanchez come on the show a little bit and just um, give breath to more things creative finance than just real estate. So Abraham Gray. Yes, yes. One of the reasons why I brought you on here tonight is because I want to I want to highlight you. You've done hundreds of deals with sub two students. You yourself are a sub two community member. Um, you are one of the big big leaders in our community. So um, right out of the gate, right here we are. Uh, let's how far are we into the podcast? We are twelve minutes into the podcast. People are going to want to know how the hell to get a hold of you. They don't want me to wait until the end of the show and say how do we get a hold of Abraham Gray. So before they, I tell people how to get a hold of you, what can you do for somebody that's DMing me? Let's say somebody DMs me and says, Pace, I need help. I need somebody to look at a deal. Or Pace, I need a lender. Hey, Pace, I need, a, I need to find a buyer. What can you provide and help to somebody that's listening to this in the future? What are you looking to help with? Because I know you can help with a lot, but I want to make sure that I don't overwhelm you with things you don't specifically want to help with because obviously you want to help, but at the same time, you want to feed your own family. Yeah. So there's so many different things that I've done. So I, I've literally done deals with a few hundred uh, sub two 
um, students. Um, Guys, and- don't let him don't let him skate over that so quickly. Listen to what he just said. I have done deals with a few hundred sub two students. I mean, he did a deal with um, Chad Glover, one of my favorite sub two students of all time. And OG has been with me over two and a half years. You did a deal where I think you, Chad sold you like nine houses and one's fell swoop or something like that. Nine houses. It was three and a half million dollars. It was all creative. It was all a creative deal. Nine houses, three and a half million dollars, creative finance deal. You bought nine, nine houses from one student. Yeah. Yeah. I bought tens of millions of dollars worth of um, you're, you're, the guy you're just talking about, Eddie Charger. I bought many, many deals from Eddie Charger. Actually, me and Eddie are now partners. On um, We have a real estate company together where we do monthly events where we just have people come and we just have speakers. And we teach people all about real estate. And um, But Eddie sold me tons of deals. He sold me lots of cash deals. He sold me plenty of – he sold me an apartment building on creative deal. In really? Yeah. What cities? Atlanta? Uh, Forest Park, yeah, it's right by the airport. Why didn't he sell that to me, dude? You got to ask him, but um, <laughs> I'm not sure you were buying apartments at the time. Well, you might have been. This was like I think in January or February this year. The apartment. Yeah, I was buying. I, I was buying. I'll tell you my honest. Um, I've got this thing where, like, when we first started Sub Two, you'll remember me talking about this, Abraham. You've been with, you know, yeah, you've been a friend of mine right. and in the community for a long time. I said, as I grow, so will the Sub Two community. And I had a goal in 2021 to acquire 500 doors. And I only acquired 185 doors. 85 of those were multifamily. 100 of those were single family. And um, the, why, why did I fail at buying 500 doors? Well, first off, five, buying 500 doors is a freaking crap ton of doors, right? But also, I didn't have my ducks in a row. I wasn't streamlined. I didn't have my business put together. I didn't have the right executive team. I didn't have the processes and systems that allowed my team to ha- handle and onboard that many properties. And every time I threw a 30 unit or a 40 unit, uh, there was a 35 unit I bought in 2021 and my team about choked on it. They just, it took six months to onboard it. Now I just bought a 254 unit and it took them two weeks to onboard it, meaning getting it up and going, changing out the managers, all that kind of stuff. So for me, I just wasn't quite ready. So going into the future, of course, I've been talking a lot more about multifamily because now my team can handle a lot more of gobbling those types of deals up. But also, and this is, I'm going to have Abraham come back multiple times. Abraham's not just a real estate investor. Abraham owns several businesses that he's acquired, um, both with cash and with creative finance. And Abraham is an operator at a very, very high level. And so those types of conversations of like how to hire the right team, how to, how to, how to um, automate things so that you can go travel the country and go be part of masterminds and go buy other deals and be part of partnerships and those types of things. I think I should definitely have you come back and talk about those types of things as well in general business. Because I, I would say, you would probably agree, people do go and do two or three deals, right? And then what happens is they go, okay, well, what's next? And you go, well, what's next is you got to hire people so you can, you can now have some automation. So you don't have to go back and just continually chase those two or three deals. But most people fail at hiring people. They're so deathly allergic or afraid of hiring somebody else, putting somebody on payroll, that what ends up happening is they burn out on real estate because they never pass the ball off to somebody else. And they get tired of holding that ball and chasing up and down the field the whole time. Like they're they're, you know, a one man team. So 
I think showing people that in business and how to do that in your real estate business, how to do that in your other businesses would be a lot of fun. Have you come on as a, as an additional guest talking about those types of things. So anyway, I, I, I cut you off. No, you didn't. No, you, didn't. <laughs> uh, you, you, what types of things can you do for people that are listening in the DMS? Um, all, all kinds of stuff. But going back to what you just said, just to touch on it for one second. Um, people always ask me, and I'm sure they ask you the same thing. Probably more than they ask me. They're like, how in the world do you have, you know, do you buy 300 homes, a, uh, you know, a month, I mean, a year, 300 homes a year. How do you, how do you have dozens and dozens of businesses? How do you do all this stuff? I can't do it. The only reason why I'm able to do it is because I have such good people that are with me. I have, you know, really good partners, but more importantly than that, I have like the best managers, the best team, the executive assistants, everything else. Without them, I wouldn't be able to do anything. So um, what you were saying before, basically you're like, well, people do two, three deals and then they're like done. Well, what happens is everybody knows, and you know and I know, that everyone could do deals better than anybody else. If it's your deal and you're working in your company, you're always gonna do better than anybody else because you care about it, it's yours. But you can only do so much by yourself. So maybe you can do three deals, like you said, and you know make $50,000 a deal, maybe you can make 150,000 that year. But wouldn't it be better to do 20 or 30 deals and maybe not do as good as 50,000 per deal, but maybe make 20 or 30,000 per deal, but do 10 times as many? You're just making so much more money. And that's what you've done with, with all your businesses. That, you know, that's what I do. That's that's the only way to grow. That's the only to way be to honest, grow. though, Abraham, I'm just going to have a conversation like I'm talking to my friend. Mm -hmm. I had a major mindset issue with that. And um, I'll tell you, like, you, I see Homevestors in your, behind you on your right-hand side. Oh, yeah. One okay, of so when I was a Homevestor franchisee, okay, so if you guys don't see this, look on Abraham's screen, his, his right hand, your left-hand side. Um, the we we buy ugly houses people right home investors mm -hmm. and I used to be a home investors franchisee and it was interesting um, once I started breaking away what from what everybody was telling me actually here's a better here's a better thing now that I'm talking out I'm just talking out loud I have no rhyme or reason for me to say this because that's just on my chest when I stopped listening to people that were less than six less successful than I hoped to be. And I started listening to people that were as successful as I wanted and hoped to be. Things started changing for me. And here's what I mean by that. When I was at Homevestors, they train you that you have to spend half of your half of your time spending money on leads and the other half your time generating what they call dig leads. D-I-G, dig. Like dig them up yourself, dig leads, right? And um, it was really interesting when I was going through training with homebusters and I would go to their every six months, there's a convention in homebusters, right? And you'd go to their classes at their convention and everything they taught me was, well, you're not making as much money as you want to make because you're not physically going on the appointments. You're trying to do everything virtually and you're trying to hire people to do something that you should just be doing yourself. And I'm listening to these people that at the time were making more money than me. Okay. So there's a gentleman named Jason. He was making 900 grand a year take home. And to me at the time, 900 grand as a solopreneur with no employees and no, nothing else seemed really appealing. So I listened to him and I created a really, really bad habit. And my bad habit was taking pride in going out and signing every contract myself and building the relationship with every homeowner myself and going out there and having my physical hands on every contract. And even when I could close a seller over the phone, 
I wouldn't do it. And I was listening to Homevestors and what they were teaching me because I thought that that was the right thing. And it wasn't until I started breaking away and having meetings outside of Homevestors that one, Homevestors told me I was the evil devil because I shouldn't be listening to anybody besides them. But two, I started realizing that the real money came in through automations and not going to the physical appointments. Now, it's good to go to the physical appointments in real estate, but the real uh, most amazing thing is breaking away from becoming a hobby owner, basically having a hobby where you go to the office every single day and you're in the mucky muck and you're doing all the things and you're answering the phone and you're writing the contracts and doing all that stuff to becoming a business owner where things are happening that you're not involved in. And instead of being, this is where I had to make the mind sh shift. And this was probably 24 months ago. It wasn't even that long ago. It went from, I'm proud that I'm really good in the living room at a seller's house to I'm proud that I will never go into another living room of a, of, of a homeowner. Yeah. That was a massive mind, mind shift. Have, was, did you have to go through that same thing in your real estate journey as well? Yeah, luckily though, so I'm 47. I, I got through that in my early 20s, but I, the same thing because no one could do it as good as you, you know? So you have to just understand. And will, will they ever? That's a, that's a good question. Uh, probably not, but they'll do good enough. They'll, they'll do good enough to where with all this help, you'll still do way better. And, you know, you don't have to do as much work. You only have to do the stuff that you like to do, right? Um, I, I, I heard you on, on a podcast and I'm, you know, the same exact way. Like every single night I go to bed, I can't wait to get up because my next day, everything you know on my schedule is like fun stuff I want to do. Like all that stuff that I don't want to do, like some of that stuff that you used to do because you're better at it than you know, somebody you can hire. I don't do any of that stuff anymore. I could do it. I'm probably better. But now I only do the stuff that I really, really want to do. That you know, it's like, did, you, did you grow up the same way I grew up where like your parents taught you that you need to do uh, things yourself and, and stop uh, outsourcing and like nobody's ever going to do it as well as you? No, I actually grew up, uh, my parents split, divorced. I, I grew up in foster home, the foster home, I went to boarding school, foster home. I, I actually um, didn't grow up with my parents, but um, I got to a point where I just saw that, you know, if you can start making money, you could basically, you know, have your freedom. And, you know, people make money because they want to be free and they want to be happy. And, and, you know, that that's what gives you that, that you know, possibility to do that. Yeah. The automation has been the biggest game changer for me. You know, it was interesting. Like I go from in 2021 buying 180 doors, even though my goal was 500 and then repressing reset in January of last year and say, saying my goal in 2022 is now the same goal that I just failed at in 2021. And then this year we ended up acquiring, um, I don't know what we'll end the year with. There's a couple of deals we have that we're still waiting for things to finalize. Like in terms of closing, we might close a couple of into the next year, but it looks like we'll close on 1600 doors when my goal was 500. Yeah. Now what's, what's funny, Abraham is I, here's what's funny. The difference was I was personally on the phone less closing deals. I hired operations managers that made more money than I thought I would ever pay a human being. And all of a sudden I found myself lost. Like, did you ever see the Pablo Escobar meme where he's like sitting in the, on a bench, like all bored out of his mind? Mm, I don't know. I don't, uh, that, that, okay. So pa Pablo like had this thing where like he had, he hired such, such great captains and such great, amazing people around him that he found himself one day just going, I don't have anything to do. 
Like, what am I going to go do? And instead of going and creating new businesses, he started causing havoc and he started getting involved in his business and tearing it apart type of thing. So I found myself at the beginning of this year hiring three unbelievable people that really took things off my plate. In fact, I went to them and I said, your first job is to take things off my plate. You should notice things that I have on a daily basis and look at my calendar and go, hey, should not be having that meeting. I should be having that meeting. Don't wait for me to tell you. Your job every morning, first thing you should be doing, pray to, pray to your God, whoever that is, kiss your kids, leave your house. And when you, get your, when you get to work, the first thing you should do is go, what can I take off Pace's plate today? And that was literally, I told three different people that went in the beginning of this year, that was the difference between me buying 180 units and 1,600 units. I've had those same exact people. Literally, I've had those same exact people that I, I have to hire to do the same thing. Like, you have to. That's the only way to get to It's scary, point. though, right? Like, hiring people to uh, get your business automated and essentially get yourself out of the business. I, here's what I think is the problem. I think the problem is people don't know what they should be doing with that extra time. And because they can't see the path, they don't create the extra time by offloading it. They stay married to the game because they're like, well, what if, if I take these four hours out of my day and I have somebody else doing this stuff, well, then what else am I going to do with my day? And they don't have the vision that a guy like you or a guy like me has. And even me, I'm still working on my vision of how do I get myself out of every little thing? Because that wall behind you, those are all businesses that you either own or you've per you have owned in the past, correct? Yeah, yeah, there's dozens and dozens all over the whole, it's a big office, but yeah. Um, and, and, and the same thing with me, Pace, like I am always figuring out my vision and changing it as well. Like I don't think anyone ever has the final vision. Like it keeps changing. The, you know, I don't, I don't know anyone that's had like a final vision. That was it, right? I mean, right. Everyone has stuff that changes. Yeah. Uh, Tariva in, uh, for sub two students, um, in February, yes, we are having a meetup in February for my birthday. So I'd love to see you out here, Tariva. It would be absolutely amazing. For any students out here in uh, Phoenix, yo, yo, there we go. Eddie Charger, our, our, my man. Okay, so here's something that's kind of cool, okay? I've got four businesses right now that um, one of them is one of my real estate businesses, and one of them is a new business I'm acquiring on Tuesday. A third one is a business that somebody came to me and said, will you be my partner and show me how to scale? And so what we're doing on um, this Tuesday, okay? For any of you guys, you, everybody on here should do me a favor. Go to Instagram and DM me the word 23, just literally the number 23. I'm going to be doing two things on Tuesday. One, I'm going to show you guys my goals for 2023. I'm going to show you how I go through the process of setting goals. Um, and Nathan Harris says, I've been drinking the Grant Cardone Kool-Aid. I don't know why people don't like Grant Cardone. Mm -hmm. Like, th I, I that's a whole other conversation. Um, so we'll, we'll talk about that in a little bit. I want to, I'm curious what Abraham, think, Abraham thinks about Grant Cardone. But the, uh, go and DM me the word 23 right now. Or just know that on Tuesday, on YouTube Live, I'm gonna. This is just a free thing that I'm doing for everybody. My partner Cody is gonna be working on this really fun project. I challenged him to do, okay? Because I had uh, one of our students. Do you know Maj out of uh, Colorado, Abraham? I love Ma Maj. I, you know, I just went to. The, so he came to Atlanta, literally him and Anna, like a month ago, and we went to my gyms. We he does jujitsu. He's a blue belt. I'm a brown belt. 
we went to my gym, we rolled, we grappled. I submitted him a couple times. And uh, actually- <laughs> You submitted him? Yeah, so- Bro, actually, he shredded. He shredded, but just is about, it's about technique. But we both came to the building ticket, actually, a couple weeks, few weeks ago. So we actually went to a gym in Phoenix, Arizona, and trained uh, the following day after the building ticket before- Dude, that's so target. dope. Yeah, I love, I love Mont. Like we, That's we so dope. So Mont, I was on a Q&A the other night for sub two students, just a private Q&A. And Maj and I were talking about his cleaning business. And he's talking about how he wants to automate and build that cleaning business to a point where he's, he doesn't have to be involved in it. And I said, well, you know, you need to hire people to do that, right? Like you can't, no man can serve two masters is, is the old saying, right? That's in the Bible. No man can serve two masters doesn't mean you can't own two businesses. It just means you can't, you can't have two businesses own you. Okay. You can't have two masters. Okay. This is where, um, Elon Musk does a really good job. He'll go in and have one business own him for a while, right? Like Twitter right now owns him. He's over there sleeping on the floor. He's doing the thing, but the other businesses have been automated. So it's okay for him to be owned by one business at a time. So Maj is sitting here trying to have two businesses own him, his real estate business and his cleaning business. So what we're going to be doing on Tuesday is Cody Barton, my operator, my integrator. He's going to show you guys the back end of our businesses and how we automate and we're, what we're going to do. Check this out. I've got a business I'm acquiring on Tuesday, zero down, zero dollars down. It's a really cool little business making money here in Arizona. And I'm going to keep the owner of that business on as a partner and what we're going to do is we're going to imp, uh, we're going to take the systems and processes that Cody and I follow in our real estate business, in our virtual assistant business, in our software business, et cetera. And we are going to show you literally for two hours a day, 30 days straight, how to take a business. Okay. It's going to, Cody's going to do this for, for you guys. He's going to say, all right, starting on Tuesday, uh, starting on, I think, January 2nd, but he only wants a hundred people in there. So that's the challenge. So you guys got to get in there and like register for Cody's thing. You have to be in there. He's taking a hundred. Why? Because what happens is when you're doing these zooms, all these questions come up and Cody can't handle things the same way I can. Like in the elephant challenge, I can handle 3000 people being in a live simultaneously. Cody can handle maybe a hundred. Okay. So what we're going to do is we're going to show you guys how to take a business that is, has a solopreneur and we're going to show you how to implement a couple of systems and processes to that business that in 30 days, that business owner is 40% less involved in that company in less than 30 days, maybe even more like 50, 60%. Okay. And we're going to do that with um, a new real estate business that we have. We just started a new real estate business, starting uh, specifically focusing on one strategy. We'll tell you guys about that on Tuesday. We're going to take the new business that I'm acquiring on Tuesday, Tuesday morning at 10 a.m. I should uh, work out the details and finalize that. We'll talk about that on Tuesday. And then we have two other businesses, one that we're partners in, and then um, one that we are not partners in, but we're taking somebody's insurance business, unrelated, okay? Unrelated to anything we own, somebody's insurance business and showing how we can double or triple their business within 30 days by adding systems and processes to it. So, we really want to show people how to be business owners, not just how to get deals and not just how to, you know, I want to go have five rentals so I can, you know, pay my grocery bill and my car payment and my cell phone payment for the rest of my life with no money out of my pocket and my cash flow pays for those things. We want you guys to learn how to be business owners, not, you know, business operators. We want you guys to own the business, not have the business own you. And I think a lot of people in this game 
end up having the business own them. Now, Abraham, you've purchased a lot, a lot of businesses, is that right? hundred, yeah. Okay, yeah. so when you purchase these businesses, I'm going to make an assumption that the business owners you're buying these from are probably owned by their business, not the other way around. Is that correct? So a lot of them. So, you know, there's, there's four main things I look for when I buy a business. One, one thing is to make sure that the owner isn't the business. If the owner is the business, it, it makes the business not worth a whole lot. That so, would be maybe I'm an orthodontist and the name of the company is John Smith Orthodonic, or, and, Orthodontics. And every customer wants to deal with you. So yeah, yeah, yeah. What happens to the business? Yeah. It it implodes. I had a I had a buddy why I bring that up is because I had a buddy I was learning apartment syndication from about six years ago and he um sold his orthodontist practice and it they had what they did is they did a seller finance agreement with him where he had to stay on board for five years so he could introduce the clientele to the people that were buying the business and he had to stay involved for five years. And yeah. during that five years, he replaced his income with apartment syndication money, which is cool. But at the end of the five years, he walks away. The whole company start, it basically implodes. Even though he had passed on the customers and done all the things, they just didn't do it right. Wow. And the company fell apart. Well, over five years, you should be able to transition really easy to other people. But yeah, they, they obviously didn't do it right. But um, no. So uh, that's number one. You can't, have the, you can't have the owner be oh, owned by the business or have I, it like. The most important thing is I want to buy profitable businesses. They got to be profitable. And when I say profitable, they got to be making at least six figures um, for me to be interested. There's a few exceptions where I'll buy businesses that don't do that. But for the most part, if you're starting off, you should only buy businesses that are making at least six figures. Because um, if not, you're pretty much going to be buying a job, maybe a high paying job, but you want to buy something that you could have somebody in place that can run it so you don't have to be involved. But um, that that's probably the most, the most important thing is that it's profitable. Make sure that the like there's somebody that can run the business. Like I don't want to buy a business and then the owner leaves and there's no one to run. I want to make sure there's no, a manager that runs it or someone that, that you know I could have take take over the business. Um, but th those are the most important things. But I, do you what, so when you buy a business, for example, like what here's what I'm doing this week. Okay, I've got this business that I'm acquiring, and um, I don't have the operator in mind on this specific business, right? Because I'm the visionary. I don't want to ever operate. I don't want to ever hire an employee. I don't want to manage employees. I just know that that's not my strong suit. I end up becoming friends with my my employees. So I need a buffer. I need an operator, an integrator that does all that stuff for me. So do you, when you go acquire a business, Abraham, are you, your personality is going to always be different than mine, right? And you got to kind of know yourself when you're going into these transactions. Are you similar to me where you're trying, you go, I will only acquire a business if I already have somebody to do the integration work for me. Yeah. Or are you okay doing some of the integration for a while until you yeah. find that partner? Uh, I can't do it. I, I just like, you know, we talked about earlier. I love waking up the next day because I like doing all the stuff that I want to do. It's all visionary stuff. If I had to do any integrator stuff, I wouldn't want to wake up. So yeah, no, I, I won't buy a business unless I already have somebody in place that's going to run it. If not, yeah. I, that's a good deal killer for me. Love it. Love it. So, Hey guys, I put a link in the side chat. We are going to be doing this little uh, challenge on, it's not going to be a challenge. Okay. It's going to be a full business masterclass of how we uh, um, manage and systematize our business. It'll be two hours every single day. We're going to take one business at a time. I challenged Cody. I said, you know, Cody, people don't see you enough and they don't see your superpower enough. Um, in fact, you're like, you've been washed out because I'm so loud and I'm, you know, very out there. 
you need to stand out and show people your superpower. So starting Tuesday, we're going to take 100 people on that list. I just gave you guys the YouTube video. We're going to announce it and give you guys a link for you guys to sign up on the 100-person the waiting list. Cody will go probably a good six months doing this, which means he'll choose six different businesses over a month time frame. The first business will be a business I own that I just acquired. Second business will be another one that him and I own together. Third business will be a business him and I don't own at all. And then what he wants to do for the other three businesses is he wants to take on people and show people how to automate and systematize their business. So it's not a mentorship. It's not none of that kind of stuff. He literally is just like, how do I change the game? How do I step into this space and actually brand myself? And I go, dude, show people what you're freaking phenomenal at become the the integrator the operator um so for you right out of the gate Maj just came on so i see Maj. oh that's cool Ma, i'd love i'd love to take maja's cleaning business and show them how to operate and um, manage or like automate that whole thing so guys there's a youtube link in the side chat um i've got five i can't believe 500 people showed up on christmas night that's amazing thank you guys christmas night 500 people showed up for this i i told uh Abraham, that maybe 200 people would show up on Christmas night. So good to see you guys. Love you guys. Really appreciate you guys. Um, Let's talk a little bit about the sub two community and like different, different uh, deals that we all do together and stuff like that. Do it. Um, So guys, uh, before we move into the next 30 minutes of the show, click on the YouTube link I just gave you guys and make sure you guys just ping the thing to alert you when we go live on that. I want to make sure you guys all get in on that. I would say that 90% of you guys will... Once you get past your first deal, 90% of you guys will struggle to get your fourth, fifth, and sixth deal because of fatigue and because you're not taking some of your money and reinvesting it into actually building a business. And so we want to show you guys how that is actually done. So Abraham Gray, back to the main question at hand. You've done hundreds of deals with uh, probably dozens and dozens of students. A lot of students you've done multiple deals with obviously Chad Glover, you did nine deals in, in one deal, right? You did nine houses in one deal with Eddie Charger. You did a multifamily deal with him and multiple other. I see Munif on here. I've done lots of deals with Munif. We actually have some deals we own together. Uh, Kevin, Kevin chose on here. I, uh, I've done some deals with him. We actually just bought a deal in Texas that we closed on on Tuesday that we're going to be 50, 50 partners on. Uh, I, yeah, see I heard about that. So every person in here, I see, Deal, that deal. I mean, mama deal. I mean, everybody. I've either bought deals from them. I've either loaned the money for different, you know, different. You know, just everyone went after another. So. Um, hey, Maj, if you show up on Tuesday, he says, please help me with my cleaning business. I will have. I will specifically tell Cody to help you automate your business, and go through that like himself. And you, you will be blown away by what will change in your life. So. Yeah. Dylan just posted Dylan Goldman. He's like, we're in escrow now. I'm buying a creative deal off Dylan in Atlanta and Conyers, Georgia that we close on uh, within the next week. So every single person here. Yeah. I, I just deal with, deal with you. I didn't deal with you. I, you know, so like literally I, I've done deals with hundreds of people in sub two. Um, I'll, you know, let's talk about the others, uh, Kevin. So let's talk about the different types of deals I've done. So I've done all different types of deals. Like no, no deals are exactly the same. Right. So that's what's super cool about sub two. Like literally, Every person in sub two, you can do deals with and different types of deals, right? There's certain deals I don't do that other people do. And some people need to borrow money. Some people, you know, you know, uh, loan money. Some people will partner with you. So I did a deal with Eric Wong. He's not on here, I don't think, but he's in California. And he called me up. He's like, I've got a Morby method deal I want to do. 
it's a good deal. Can you look at it? I just don't have the money to, um, to, to put up. So, you know, at first, you, you know, I was like, well, I can give you a transactional loan, no problem. And, you know, it comes back the next day. Um, he's like, no, I want to do the, I want to do it with you. Like, I don't want to pay a transactional loan fee. You own 50% of the house. You put up the money. Um, you're going to get back the next day, but I just want to be partners with you. So me and Eric, we're 50, 50 partners on a, a $750,000 home. We bought uh, maybe a year, like in the beginning of this year that he just needed someone to put the, the money up front for 24 hours. And, um, and then, you know, basically we have a deal where the house is actually in Decatur in, in Atlanta. It's like the nicest part of Decatur right next to Emory university. So like, it's, it's a very, very expensive area. Um, and the deal is he manages it and I do all the repairs. So anytime there's something wrong, my guys go there and they fix it. And anytime you know, he collects the money, he pays the, the, you know, the mortgage and he, he got the mortgage in his name. So, um, I, I don't do mortgage method deals where I put the mortgage in my name. But I, I'll definitely do them where I put up the money and I can you know, help, you know, with uh, repairs, especially in Atlanta. But, uh, yeah, this worked out really good for him. We've been doing really well with it. We're cash flowing really, really well, um, just as a regular rental. But um, it's a whole bunch of people that go to Emory that, that rent it. It's like five different guys that room together and they all pay. They all have rich dads. But, um, yeah, so, so I'll do those type of deals. So um, another – Transactional funding, right? Um, if anybody needs to double close, I've done, I don't know, probably a hundred transactional loans for people in sub two for any amount of money, you know, whether it's 50,000, 100,000, know, I've done a million and a half, $2 million transactional loans for people. Um, so it doesn't matter. So any, anytime you double closing, um, and I was charging less than anybody else as well, especially, you know, for people in sub two. Um, I do um, some like fix and flip loans for people that are in Atlanta for Atlanta properties. However, with the market going the way it's going right now, um, I'm being a little more careful on them because I, I'd only get a really small AR, you know, LTV just because every month the properties are going down. So I'm being a little careful, but um, once, once it levels down, but I, I have like $10 million out right now just on fix and flips uh, loans to people in Atlanta. Um, and half of it's the people in sub two. Um, Elena and Kurt Chang, right? The the ones that got the board game for you. Yeah. Um, they did a deal where the, uh, it was in Georgia. They needed um, it was they bought a sub two deal, and they needed the down payment. It was I don't remember how much it was thirty thousand twenty five whatever it was. It was in that range, and they're like, can I can I you loan me the money for this? And usually don't loan in second position for those type of loans, but. I know them in the community, they're great people. Like anyone that I have good rapport with, anyone that I talk to a lot, that I'm friends with, they're friendly with me, I see they help people, I help people, we talk, I'll do stuff that I wouldn't do normally. So I lent them the money for their down payment and then, you know, over, you know, whatever it was, four, five, six months, they, they paid me back and now we're even and um, it worked out great for everyone. You know, they paid me a fair interest and um, now they have that house, you know, totally, uh, you know, the, the second loan's paid off. But so I do some of those sometimes. Um, obviously, um, what I'm known for the most and stuff too. I don't, I don't even know how this happened initially, but like one person was like, "Oh man, I really need proof of funds," and uh, I gave someone a proof of funds. This is like almost two years. I've been in sub two since 2020, for, you know, since you started. Um, and uh, I, I became really good friends with some people back then. And someone asked for a, a proof of fund. I send them a proof of fund. And I guess a bunch of people saw it. And then a few people were like, oh, can you send me one? Can you send me one? I was like, oh, okay. And I started sending them. And then like, I literally got emails from people or, or messages saying, oh my God, you don't understand. I bought this house and I made $30,000 on it. And the only reason I was able to buy it 
was because you sent that proof of funds. And because um, at one point I was like, you know, I'm not even gonna do these anymore because you know you had yours. But um, I guess people are like, well, I want my name on it. I want to see today's date on it and, and stuff like that. And you can't do that. You know, you'd be making. I have no time. It's crazy. I have no. Yeah. I I get the same thing. I get mine is different, which I appreciate you stepping in and giving a different um, version of it. Mine's like a video thing where I just changed it because I got so many people that would DM me, right? I would get these real estate agents and brokers and, and homeowners that would DM me on Instagram and they'd say, hey, I just got this like credibility thing from one of your people. Are you real? And I'm like, yeah, I'm, I, I'm sitting there replying back and saying, yes, I'm real. Yes, I'm real. Yes, I'm real. And probably the same as you, I get a good five to 15 people a month that come to me and go, dude, I bought this deal just because you gave me the proof of funds because yeah. I was stuck in the water and I needed. So what I did is I was like, how do I make it? So these whole, these wholesalers or agents or brokers or homeowners have a generic proof of funds with no date on it so that the, for in perpetuity, yeah. the students can use that link. That's like, hi, my name is Pace. You're probably, I, I was asked to send this to you because my partner told me blah, 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 blah. So I go on that. Uh, you've probably seen it where I actually log into my, I log into my bank account with my username and I'm like, here's my three or $4 million. It doesn't have a date anywhere, which is magical. Mm -hmm. And so they, all of a sudden those messages stopped coming to me. So I, I think I solved it, but here's the thing is like, some people are very traditional. So you'll still get a broker that will go, okay, yeah, I saw Pace's video, but can I get a document? And dude, I don't have the time to do the document. So you step in and you do that stuff. I want people to use yours as much as possible, like honestly. But if if it doesn't work, then then I'll help them out, you know? So um Bro, how freaking amazing is it that there's and the thing is like not to take any shine away from you, but yeah. think about how much money you've made inside of this amazing little community we have. Me? Oh, I feel like I ripped you off. Like you totally got ripped off by me. Like I paid like such a small amount. I made millions of profit already. Which is great, but you're a, you're a leader. So it's the same thing. It's like you get out what you put in and yeah. this community is so amazing and you've made amazing friends. You get a lot of other people. Like there's people that their full-time job is being a leader just like you inside of Sub2 who are like, dude, I'm just going to provide value and you guys are going to end up bringing deals to me. You could probably say that you've bought more deals from Sub2 students than I have. I don't know about that. I, I, I probably second. <laughs> I You're, maybe you and I, I, I would, <laughs> I, I should go through and count mine up and like take them out of my sheet and see how many deals I've done with the sub two students. I'm going to make a challenge. I'm going to make a challenge to you. I'm going to see if I could do more deals next year than Abraham Gray can with sub two students. Yeah. So when I say I've done hundreds of deals, I'm not saying I bought hundreds of property. I bought. I know. I know. You're helping people on cash deals. You're helping people on split. Is transactional funding a lot of, of it? Of course. So I don't. You know, if you count all of that, it's going to be hard to beat, beat me. But if you're talking about buying houses, you're going to beat me for sure. I don't know, man. I don't know. I, <laughs> I I, I'd be lot. curious. I buy a lot, but man, I you have bought three deals that I um from people in Atlanta. Um, one in uh, Decatur that that actually you and Eddie did a walkthrough of it. It came from Crystal, right? Um, so Crystal's also a sub too. She's been a sub too since 2020. I've actually bought a lot of properties from Crystal. Um, and we're, we're really good friends now. But um, she offered me this property and it just didn't make sense for me because the only way to make money on it was probably to Airbnb it. So I, 
I saw you walk the house with Eddie, and you did like a whole video on that house. I was like, oh shit, that's the house that Crystal had. That and uh, are you Airbnb in that house? Wait, the deal actually ended up falling through. Oh, you didn't get it. Yeah, there was uh so we had it under contract and then what happened is we went through escrow and we found an, a second or maybe a third lien that popped up that was like insurmountable and the deal uh, fell apart. The problem the problem with that house for me was that it was the most expensive house in the neighborhood. Like there was no houses that expensive in the neighborhood. So Yeah, they were built they were it was definitely the nicest house. They had a couple of new builds across the street and yeah. um the I already owned two houses in the same neighborhood. We literally left that house and went around the corner and did two other walkthroughs on Airbnbs of mine. Yeah. And so I knew how well that area per was performing on Airbnb. So okay. I was planning on putting it into an Airbnb. Speaking of which, I know the houses you're talking about. You know why? Because I'm really, really good friends with Noah. Actually, I hung out with Noah many, many times. He comes to Atlanta and I, every single time he needs uh, help with that house, your Airbnb, he calls me up. He's like, Abraham, can you send one of your guys? Dude, I've, <laughs> I've fucking gave him like painters. I've given him, I've, like I've helped Noah with your houses so many times. Like you don't even. I've know. got a. I've got my favorite house I own. I, yeah, there's something really just magical so. about it. It's yeah. the one on Maddox. I don't know if you're helping out on Maddox at all. If 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 Noah if Noah calls me and asks for help, I always help him. I always give him the right people to send to do whatever. Yeah, electrician he needed once. I saved him a ton of money with electrician. Um, all any anyone in Atlanta, I got connections. So love it. Um, so guys, we have, we only have 12 more minutes on this podcast. Here's the thing. I want to make sure you guys have the ability to reach out to Abraham. Abraham, how's the best way? I know the sub two students, everybody knows you. Um, mm -hmm. Everybody knows how to reach out to you. You're one of the big leaders inside of our group, but how, if I'm not a sub two student, how can I reach out to you if I need some, some sort of so, help? So the, the really the best ways to reach out to me is to either hit me up on Facebook messenger so just friend me on Facebook. I'll, you know, if you friend me and you say, look, I'm in real estate, you know, this is how I met you. I'm, I'm going to accept your request. Um, so Abraham Gray, G-R-A-Y. Um, Instagram, Abraham Gray Official. Uh, YouTube, I'm always answering every comment on YouTube. Actually, one of your big things, Pace, over the last, you know, year was you got to put your name out. You got to put your name out. You know, start a YouTube channel. Do this, do that. You know, it's different. So I was like, you know, people have been bugging me to do YouTube for years. I never did it. And like six, about maybe five or six months ago, I started my YouTube channel. And it was because you kept talking about, you know, everyone needs, needs to do it. And literally, I, um, so I, I started a YouTube channel and I, I post a couple of videos every, every single week. It's about creative finance, you know, with business, with, with real estate, and just how to better your life and how to have less stress and all these different things. But um, yeah, I did that because you motivated me to, to start that. So, um, but anyone that hits me up on YouTube, I'm going to respond. And uh, it's just Abraham Gray, G-R-A-Y, um, put up, you know, that. I have, like, uh, so my goal is this. Congratulations, by the way. You just hit over 100,000, like, a couple months ago. So my goal is to hit 100,000 subscribers by the time you hit a million. Because you're going to hit a million at some point next year. I, I know no, 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 no. I, yeah. I'll hit, I think next year I'll hit, legitimately, I will change it. I will hit half a million next year for sure. I'll, I'll, I'll bet you you're going to be over that. I'll put, I'll put, I'll bet you right now. So... I'm, I'm pretty sure once you get to 100,000 pace, you, you grow fast. Like I know I have some really good YouTube friends that, um, that have like hundreds of thousands over half a million and literally from zero to 10,000 took a little while, 10,000 to hundred took, took a while. But once they got to hundred thousand, they grew like crazy. Like think about when you hit a hundred thousand, I don't know how long ago, a month, two months ago. Uh, yeah, it was about five weeks ago. And now we're at 120,000. And you've grown 30, I mean, now what do you have? A hundred and what? 120. 
120. So we grew 20,000 subscribers in the last like five weeks. Five weeks. Okay. So you're, you're going to, you're going to see it grow, I think faster, but I, I would be willing to bet you'll be over 500,000. If, uh, it's not a good bet for you because you, you want to hit it. So you don't want to, you know, but no, but I, I think it's a worthy goal for you to have a hundred thousand by the time I hit half a million. No, one. Yeah. Um, it, it, here's the, you know what the hardest thing about real, the, about YouTube is. Yeah. What is Consistency. Oh yeah. Um, a, a lot of people don't realize that, um, the most important thing that YouTube looks at is consistency. They, it's like if you're posting once every couple of weeks, they act, it actually is held. It's better for you not even to post than to yeah. post every couple of weeks. You need to be consistent. You need to be doing two, three times a week at the exact same times. YouTube looks at it as it's like a TV show. And if mm -hmm. somebody tunes in to watch your TV show, are you, can they rely on you to post your series or your t television show at the yeah. same exact time? And if it's erratic, then it's held against you. I have to, yeah. No, I post, I post twice a week, every Monday, every Friday. I post like a six to eight minute video. And then every single day I post shorts. But I actually hired like, there's three people in my office every single day. That's all they do is create content and make videos with me. And Smart. then all week. So I spend like $10,000, $12,000 a month just, just making videos. Um, I don't get nothing back for it yet, but you know, it's, it's, uh, it, that was the hardest thing for me, dude. I, in back in 2019, I told Cody, I was going to start spending $10,000 a month on hiring people out of company proceeds. And he was like, no, you're not. And I was like, all right, I'll just take my own paycheck and I'll build my own brand. And I started, I created the sub two logo, started building this whole thing. I was already known as the creative finance guy in Phoenix, but I wasn't known as that nationwide really. Like we were, I was traveling around with Jamil like five years ago talking about creative finance, but like I didn't have the logo. I didn't have the community. Mm -hmm. And um, we're at a point now where I think in 2023, we will easily spend $1.8 million on content. Yeah. In one year. That's but just payroll. That's, that's graphics that's editing that's legit 1.8 million dollars it's crazy but then again if you look at the fact that i bought a hundred million dollars in real estate last year just from content yeah not not from content i shouldn't say that it's from primarily from the sub two community it is the most important thing i like lead gens i could ever do is go out there help the sub two community build the community buy a hundred million dollars in real estate yeah so like I said, I was telling you like right at the beginning, I just saw a podcast you did with Justin and Justin's a good friend of mine. I've actually done deals with Justin too. Did you so, actually watch that whole podcast? I watched the whole podcast. I, I was wiling out, dude. I love you. Yeah. Um, I, I had to bleep me out like a hundred times. He, he did, but I cursed way more than you. I, I was trying to behave today, but, um, but basically I love, I love the whole cloning thing. So how much is a clone worth? You know, you have thousands of clones. They're, they're worth it's, it's invaluable. <laughs> don't tell people about the secret dude they if people knew the secret they everybody would quit what they're doing right now and go watch that podcast have you ever talked about clones before or was mm -hmm. that the first time that was the first time i came up with it right there in that podcast oh shit so that was good so uh yeah so you're some people we're gonna talk no one's gonna know what the hell we're talking about but yeah it we'll talk about it i'll probably start talking about it a lot more but it's um oh look justin's here he, he uh He's on, he's on here. He's I, I talked to Sam Singh about it in wow. at our at our mastermind. So uh, last mastermind, I stayed on day number one of the mastermind. I stayed like two three hours after the mastermind was over and whiteboarded for about two hours at least. 
Mm-hmm. And um, I talk, I definitely do not want to share the podcast. Maj is like, which podcast drop link? I ain't sharing it. It's I was wiling out. I was like having a Kanye West moment. I was making Justin Coble feel very um, uncomfortable, I think. I, um, I, love, I love what you said on there. You're like, Justin, you gotta get your you gotta get your camera guy in there. So like literally over the last like two, three months, my camera guys are on my YouTube. Like Yeah, they need to be a lot. People don't want to watch you. It's like it's like Seinfeld. It's like people want the other cast members and the other, and if the other cast members that are holding the camera doing the edits are not involved in the whole process and it's just all about you, it gets to a point where their, their love for the journey is not there either. You know, Alexis Morgan. I love, I made a whole YouTube video, just me and her. We made an awesome YouTube video together. Alexis. She's uh, great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay. Guys, I told you I was going to go till eight. It's Christmas night. Abraham Gray. One more time. How, how do people get a hold of you? Um, hit me up on Facebook, Abraham Gray, you know, friend request me, Instagram, Abraham Gray official. Um, and then of course, YouTube, Abraham Gray, G-R-A-Y, you know, subscribe, watch, watch the videos. And I always answer any comments and, you know, messages and stuff like that. Any three of those or email, my email, if you want to send me deals, is probably the best. It's Abraham, A-B-R-A-H-A-M at, and it's M-M-A, like mixed martial arts and then A-T-L like Atlanta.com. If you guys are watching this in the future, I'll put the links in the in the description down below on YouTube and make sure that you guys have access to Abraham. Abraham, I'm going to have you come back multiple times. Um, we'll talk business. We'll talk automations. We'll talk acquiring businesses. Yeah. We'll talk about real estate. I'd love to have you back multiple, multiple times this coming year. Hey, I want to I want to come to uh, – I've been to Phoenix twice. You know, in the last two weeks, I've come every week, but I want to come and do one live at, at your place. I think that'd be cool. Come, come, uh, come for the mastermind for this coming, um, January 27th. I have big boy from outcast. This gentleman right here coming to the yeah, mastermind. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, uh, what's it called? I'm super close with bamboo bamboo. Actually, I'm going to be partners with bamboo in a business. So me and bamboo, we talk all the time. Um, but yeah, he, um, he, he just moved to Florida, but, um, but he comes back to Atlanta. So he's actually here right now for the, for the next week. But, um, I actually, Flew bamboo to the, the golden ticket. We flew together. So, um, yeah, yeah. He'll be he'll be coming out again. I I just called him a couple of days ago. Said, hey, your dad's speaking at the mastermind, and um, I'd like to fly you out and make sure that we put. I think I'm going to put him and his uh, baby up in the guest house. Yeah, his dad will be at a hotel or whatever. But it'll be it'll be the best mastermind by far. Yeah. Um, having big boy come in, we're going to talk about like. I'm, I basically want him to talk about how Outcast was just simply a chapter in his life rather than the whole book. And most people will identify you as like, oh, you're this guy. Yet, you know, Big Boy's done all these other things. He has a TV show coming out on A&E as well. So we're on the same network, which is cool. But um, would love to have you come out. We'd love to do someone in person. Yeah, Bamboo. Bamboo is the nicest, most polite person you could ever meet. It's crazy. Like, Unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. He's actually how I... I um, a, here's what's funny. A&E asked me when I got on A&E, uh, they saw my my podcast background and they said, man, you like Outcast." I was like, I love Outcast. Like one of my favorite of all time. They go, you want us to connect you with Big Boy? And I said, no, I don't want it like that. I want to have value between us. I don't want it just to be like a connection. And then um, his son, Bamboo, ends up joining Sub 2. Seeing, seeing the background of the thing is like, I have to connect you with my dad. We need to do real estate deals together. So uh, Big Boy and I, as of next week, will be partners on an apartment building. Uh, official paperwork gets done this following week, which will be really, really cool. 
Yeah, he, he lives like less than one mile from me, big boy. Like we live like in the same neighborhood. What city are you in? Sandy Springs, Buckhead. I, he lives in Sandy Springs. I'm like right on the border of Sandy Springs and Buckhead. Love it. Um, Abraham Gray, thank you, brother. We'll have you multiple, multiple times, guys. I want to, I want to tell you guys a couple of things as, uh, as I wrap up. Um, Abraham, I'll keep you on the screen all the way until we we wrap up. A um, couple of things for those of you guys that tuned in a little bit late. Um, we are rebranding this show. This will be the last Sunday service that we ever do. Uh, Sunday service has been going on for three years, but we are going to be. Um, calling this show Get Creative. And we're going to open up every show every single week the same way. We're going to highlight two people every single week, um, sometimes three, depending on what, what's going on. Those people, we will be talking about their creative deals. Okay. And um, in 2022, this year, I gave away 100% of my YouTube income to uh, people on my team. Okay. Like last month, or not, not people on my team, sorry. We For the first year or first half of the year is people on my team. And then this last half of the year, I was giving away to subscribers, people that were in trouble. We had a lady that was in a battered um, uh, shelter situation, had to run away from her husband. And we gave $17,000 away in November. And then this month we gave away $18,600, which was our whole YouTube income this month to a subscriber. I'm going to change that up. I'm going to change that up. What I'm, we're going to do is I'm going to highlight sub two students and their creative deals every single week, opening up the podcast. And what we're going to do every single month is we are going to rate and give away awards on a monthly basis to the most creative deals done during that month. Okay, what we're going to do is we're going to give away, I believe we're going to give away um, $8,000 a month to sub two students who have the best deal. So the number one place, we will take votes on this, by the way. Number one place will get $5,000. Uh, second place will get 2000 and third place will get 1000 I think is the numbers. I, we might change it. I don't, I'm not quite sure. I, no, I'm sorry. We're giving away 10 grand, 5,000 to first place, 3000 to second place, 2000 to third place. So every single month we'll have eight to sometimes 10 guests on a monthly basis. Those guests will come in and talk about deals. So Abraham, what I would be doing is I would definitely be submitting, like you get, you have some students of ours um, in sub two that you've done deals with, tell them to submit. Okay, so if you're a sub two student and you have a deal to submit, uh, email melissa at sub2.com. I want to highlight you guys every single week. We're going to open up the podcast that exact way, saying, hey, I did a deal with Abraham Gray, and he did this, this, and this. I made $20,000. I'll say, wait, wait, tell me the structure. How creative was it? And um, I think this coming month, there's two students I know that did really creative deals. One of them was buying $12,000 of camera equipment with $0 down, 0% interest. Okay, like the nicest ca uh, Canon gear possible. Another student, Lucas, bought his first house on creative finance in RV with zero down, moved his wife and, and him, got himself out of a uh, mindset pickle he'd been in for the last three or four years and got his wife into a, the first time they lived in a house in 10 years. They were basically homeless living in a shed in uh, Arkansas. And he learned creative finance, bought an RV with creative finance. So it doesn't even have to be a house. It could be an RV, it could be a golf cart, it could be a business, it could be uh, camera equipment, whatever it is, we're going to take a vote as a group on a monthly basis and say, here's this month's winner. And I'm going to use the YouTube income and give it back to you guys and reward you guys. And we're going to have fun with it. And 
um, send out little trophies and all sorts of fun stuff. So if you guys have a deal, please email Melissa at sub2.com. I see them all the time in the Facebook group, but I want to make sure you're okay with me coming, bringing you on camera. Um, and Melissa will get you guys coordinated for that on a weekly basis. So we will be doing that starting next week. Get Creative is the name of the podcast, Sunday Service. This is the last episode. Appreciate you guys. Um, loved it while I was here. It's time for the podcast. It's going to still be here. We're going to hang out, right? It's going to be an hour and a half every single week, same, same time, just different name, different branding, and a little bit different format. Um, we are also going to start venturing into a little bit more business development. So you guys actually can go in and say, how do I hire somebody? Well, I learned how to do that on creative on Get Creative. How do you onboard somebody? How do, how do you make sure that you have good SOPs? How do you make sure you have the right this and the right that? And how do I fire somebody properly? We're going to start talking about a little bit more general business stuff um, that will help you out in your journey. The things that I noticed the most, like again, last week and the week before, common thread popping up all the time. People can't get out of their own way. In fact, I asked, and I'll ask the same question I asked the other night, how many of you, Right now in the audience, how many of you guys have one person besides yourself that can do things in your business better than you? How many people here besides you can do something better in your business than you can? Literally 99% of people will say, uh, not me. Like Alex, even Alexis Morgan, she's newer to business, but she's still a solopreneur. How do we break you away from being a solopreneur, right? How do we break you away from um, being the person that if you are not working, this is the sad thing is like when people come to my golden ticket event, I'll say, how many of you guys are making money right now, even though you're in the room and like Abraham Gray is the only one that can raise his hand, right? Most people are like, uh, crap, I'm, I'm here, which means I'm not making money because somebody's not on the phones or dialing or whatever else, Okay. So we will teach you guys all sorts of cool things and, and Get Creative is going to change the, the format just a little bit. Same time, same place, a couple more uh, guests every single month and it's going to be a lot of fun. So Abraham Gray, thanks for joining me tonight on the yeah, last thanks. Sunday service. Thanks for having me. Can, can I say one thing? Because there's one thing that people ask me all the time. I just want to. Yeah, of course. Okay. So people always ask me, they're like, Abraham, you, you know, you've been buying real estate for, you know, since you were in your early 20s, over 25 years. Like what would you get from what you get from joining sub two? And I tell people, oh my God, like first of all, I've learned like so much, like way more than so I've actually bought tons of mentorships like over the last 20 some years. And I always learned some stuff, you know. Um, but the community is always worth joining. But literally, like I've learned more from you in sub two than I've learned from every other mentorship and way more than I knew in real estate um, 10 times over before. So the point is, is when people ask me, should I join sub two? I tell them, look, if you know nothing, obviously you have to join sub two because you're going to learn what you need. But no matter how much you know, like, I don't know how many people know as much or more than I, I knew when I joined, but I, I literally went from knowing this much to knowing, you know, just crazy amount more. And I didn't even think it was possible. And um, so I tell people, it doesn't matter if you know very little or you know a lot, it's worth joining. And even if you think you know everything and you can't learn anything, just the people in the community. We just talked about how much money we made off everybody. Like I joined, I joined a lot of, a lot of, um, cause I don't wholesale. I joined, you know, Astro Flipping back in 2020 also. I didn't care about wholesaling. I never wholesaled, but I joined because all the people in Astro Flipping that you deals with is worth the money. So uh, the point is, is like, I always 
tell everybody you have to join, and uh, it doesn't matter how much or how little you know, you're, you're going to get something, and you're probably going to get a lot more than you think. Thank you, bro. I appreciate that. Um, I'm never one to try and tout or be a salesman for something. I just want to build something that's special. And the reality is, um, for me and the community that we've all built, I told I tell people, and you guys all know this, you've heard me say this a thousand times since you've been in the community, is that this is not mine. This is ours. And like, look how much you benefit from this years later, right? It's not like you joined something, you took some lame classes, you took watched a bunch of videos. Dude, it's like, yeah, there's, there's this week we did 23 live Zooms. You, you being in the program for over two years can still go in there and watch those Zooms or go, oh, cool, that's a topic I've never seen Pace do before. I'm going to go in there and see. Or Pace has a CPA coming in today. I'm going to, I want to go ask a question of Pace's CPA. That's two years, five years, 10 years, 15 years down the road. You're going to see a Zoom pop up on a weekly basis that you go, man, Pace is learning something new. He's going to bring that to sub two. Right. So it's an ongoing, it's like a passion project for me that, dude, I learn stuff in this community every single day. And that's the crazy thing. It's like, I'm not trying to be the hero. I'm trying to be the guide and I'm trying to be the, the a leader. But the fact is we have a thousand leaders. We have thousands of go-givers and we have people that continually bring new things to the, to the table every single day that I go, Ooh, that's new. I love that. And I, and watching the way you operate, is fun for me too. It's like I get inspired by the other leaders inside of our community. There's hundreds of them right now inside of the side chat that I could go on. But I, I don't want to say everybody's names because I could go in and say one person's name, 15 people's names, but I would end up leaving people out and they'd be bummed. I love all of you guys. Merry freaking Christmas. Happy holidays. Abraham Gray, you're the man, bro. No, you are. But thanks for having me. And uh, I can't wait to see you at your mastermind and uh, you know, in, in the future. I'll, I, I will see you at our mastermind, Abraham. It'll be a lot of fun. I might even have you speak about some of the businesses you own, and we'll, we'll have a lot of fun talking about that kind of stuff. I don't know if I could talk Kevin. I've seen Kevin talk at some years. I don't know. He's pretty good. I won't let, I haven't let Kevin talk at the mastermind. I've only let him talk at the golden ticket about oh, okay. one, maybe in three years, he'll be ready to, to speak at the mastermind. <laughs> All right. You're the man, Abraham. Thank you guys so much. Um, guys, Thank you so much for tuning into Sunday service for the last three plus years. Um, it, I've been talking about rebranding Sunday service for uh, almost a year. Um, we're not going to change anything other than improve everything. And we're going to make um, the weekly topics even a little bit better, a little bit more streamlined. They won't just be creative finance. They'll be creative finance on business, creative finance on um, all sorts of different things. We'll also talk about how to be business, better business owners and get over some mindset issues that a lot of you guys have. That's something that Sunday service has never really done. And we are going to be, be bringing in additional guests. I had Cody Sanchez come on Wholesale Hotline a couple of weeks ago, and I will end up having her come back on Sunday service and have a lot more people come on Sunday service. But I want to make sure that this is a podcast that is... Um, beneficial to all types of people trying to understand creative finance, not just from a real estate standpoint, but also from business and acquiring and doing other types of things as well. So it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm super excited about it. And I look forward to hanging out with you guys next week. So Merry Christmas. Love all of you sub two students. I will hang out with you guys multiple times this week. And um, thank you guys so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's been an amazing year. I will see you guys tomorrow on Wholesale Hotline. That there's nothing changing on Wholesale Hotline. 
but I will be um, on Wholesale Hotline tomorrow, I believe, actually by myself. Jamil is sick and, and Brent is out of town, so I'll be running Wholesale Hotline all by myself. So appreciate you guys. Love you guys. Thank you so much.